Welcome to Embers and Wind. Are you feeling a calling to serve? What if answering this calling unleashes from deep within you leadership potential? I'm your podcast host, Keith Weedman. Blended three decades experience with knowledge from multiple disciplines to unleash hidden potential in others. In this weekly podcast, my distinguished guests and I will share what fuels us and how we serve. You will feel a gentle wind on the embers of service that glow within you. You will receive kindling for your capabilities and knowledge to build skills. You can utilize this gentle wind to ignite the kindling. You will be guided to do this for people you lead and serve. You can apply what you learn with people you love. Get ready to feel the gentle wind. Welcome to this episode of Embers and Wind. Today, it's just me. Today's topic is gratitude. Why express the gratitude you feel for people? Begin by sharing a story from my life. It was January 29th. 2017, Sunday, my wife and I had been to the gym to work out. When we got back, I was sitting in my car because I was listening to the end of the Purdue basketball game when my wife suddenly screamed as she opened the door, the front door to our house. When I went running to the house, I was shocked to discover that our house was filled with smoke. We had a fire in the house and we didn't know where, where it was. We had three dogs in the house. Somehow they managed to live in spite of the smoke that filled our home. Turns out we had a stovetop fire. We were so lucky that our house didn't burn down. Above our stove were kitchen cabinets. There was an eight-inch hole, eight-inch diameter hole burnt through the cabinets. Somehow the cabinets did not catch on fire. We didn't lose all our belongings. We didn't lose our beloved dogs. That night, we spent the night in a motel room. I couldn't sleep. I kept tossing and turning all night, thinking about what could have happened and didn't. The following morning, I woke up at 5 o'clock in the morning. Since I couldn't sleep, I thought I might as well go to church, because at my church, there's a support group. And I figured that my support group members would support me, I wasn't sure what else they could do, but I knew I would feel their support. I went to my meeting, and one of the people that was there happened to be a skilled electrician. He just happened to have the day off work. He spent the day with us, and he helped us first inspect the electricity to make sure there was no damage done to the cabling. Then he got our electricity turned back on. And then he helped me get the nasty stove out of our house and also the parts of the home that were burned out the most. There was something that we could do with his help. I felt so grateful for him that night that I posted on Facebook about the experience of having an angel on earth help us. I wanted to do something that would be helpful to him because I felt so grateful for him. I decided to donate one of my introductory leadership programs. I would normally never have offered to work with him because he is outside of my niche. But because 
He was so benevolent with me, and I wanted to do something that was helpful for him. I donated my program to him. Each time we worked together, I got a chance to feel and express my gratitude for him. The way I expressed my gratitude was by investing myself fully into his training because we had a common bond of church. We actually became closer with one another in the process of me working with him. We strengthened our friendship. In addition to that, he worked for a Fortune 200 company. His company hired him as a skilled electrician, and they had a union contract. In accordance with the union contract, when you're asked by management to do something that's outside of your skill set, then you can either turn it down or not be held accountable for the quality of the work. He was asked by management to take on a special project that involved leadership skills. He utilized what he learned from me to perform that project in such a way where he won the rave reviews of the engineers that benefit from that project. In addition to that, he was actually able to pull other skilled tradespeople into this special project. And he built relationships with people that normally a skilled electrician would not have relationships with. He built relationships with corporate leaders because his special project had potential that could be replicated in plants all over the world. He had the chance to present his special project results to someone who hires and fires plant managers for the company and also to a vice president of the company because his special project was a priority for management. He earned a lot of overtime too. He felt grateful for me because he was applying ideas that he learned from me to earn overtime and special recognition from his company. He wound up working with me for two more courses. He's completed as much training as anybody I've worked with. Before we focus on why express gratitude, let's first focus on why feel grateful. Dr. Daniel Amen is an expert on gratitude. He says that for your brain health, that you want to eat, log in a journal to feel and express three people or three things you're grateful for each and every day. He wants you to feel your gratitude as you write it in your journal. He says it's because you want to have a healthy brain. Brenda Burchard also talks about feeling gratitude. Brendan is a high-performance coach, and he trains people to become high-performance coaches. He's conducted research on high performers, and one of the things that he's found is that high performers generate the emotion of gratitude. They do this because gratitude elevates their performance. I read Brendan Burchard's book, Preparing to Give a Toastmaster Speech Before This Pandemic Even Started. My speech was a research speech, and I actually read two books. If you are an aspiring leader, then I encourage you to read High Performance Habits by Brendan Burchard. He inspired me to not just read his book. After reading his book, I dove deeply into gratitude. I found myself focusing on people and who do I feel grateful for and why. My sister immediately came to mind. What happened was many years ago, 
my sister saved my father's life. She'll always be Wonder Woman to me because of this. My mother called our family home to say goodbye to our beloved father. When I got home three days later, I was shocked to see just how weak my father was. He could barely walk to the bathroom with his walker. He slept 90% of the time, even though there was family there from all over the country to say goodbye to my beloved father. My sister and I were there too. The following morning, my mother scheduled an appointment for my father to see the oncologist. My sister and I went with them. The oncologist gave us the grim news. He said all of the known medications for treating my father's cancer had been exhausted. All that was left was experimental drugs. Then he shocked me when he said that it was an acceptable option to simply stop all treatment. He went on to say, what's the point of trying an experimental drug when the chances are that it will be ineffective? What's the point in getting the hopes up of the patient or the patient's family? My sister then challenged the oncologist. She had conducted research and she had found a drug in Europe that had been proved as effective for treating my father's cancer. She insisted my father be tried on that medication. The oncologist agreed. I left the appointment that day and I felt totally defeated. I knew my father was dying and there was nothing that I could do to stop it. I didn't know what the hell my sister was thinking to be challenging the oncologist. I only knew that I was helpless, that there was nothing that could be done, and the situation was quite hopeless. Three days later, I went to see my father in the hospital. I was astounded. My father had his mojo back. He was walking laps around the hospital hallway, utilizing his walker. He didn't really need his walker. He lived four more quality years thanks to my sister. This is why my sister will always be Wonder Woman to me. A few months after my sister had saved my father's life, we received an email from the oncologist. The oncologist had attended his first workshop on this new medication that was now approved in the United States. Fast track many, many years to when I read Brendan Burchard's High Performance Habits. I thought about my sister and how she saved my father's life. My sister was going through a hard time then, and I knew that I could do something that could be helpful to her. I went onto LinkedIn and I recorded a video. And in my video, I expressed my gratitude for my sister. And I expressed it in a way where I wanted her to feel my gratitude by the way I expressed it. Then I called my sister up and I asked her to watch the video. We talked after that, and I could tell by what she said and by the emotions that she felt that she had felt the positive effect of me expressing my gratitude. I'd evoked positive emotions in my sister by expressing my gratitude to her for her. I discovered I'd found a gap. There are many people that have written curriculum about the importance of feeling gratitude. There's not enough data about expressing the gratitude you feel for people and why express it. This inspired me to create my training module on why express your gratitude for people to them. I conduct heuristic inquiry. That means I do my own research. 
I recognize that it's impossible to be objective in research. Instead, I immersed myself in my own research. I started feeling and expressing my gratitude to people for them. I started noticing how this affected me. Each time I did this, I would actually feel, generate, and accentuate the feeling of gratitude within me. I also paid attention to the effect I had upon others. I found that I could consistently evoke positive emotions within them, within the person I expressed my gratitude for. Positive emotions elevate performance. Feeling gratitude elevates your performance. Positive emotions elevates other people's performance. It's as good as it gets. If you happen to work for the same company, you can elevate your performance, their performance, and your collective performance. Let's dive deeper into what happens when you express your gratitude for someone to them. You actually shift the way they perceive themselves and their situation in such a way where you evoke within them positive emotions. You see, their emotions are connected to their perception. I'm talking to you now. As a benevolent leader, you care about the people you lead and serve. I'm counting on you to express your gratitude to people for them because it's the right thing to do. Before this pandemic hit, I believed I'd figured gratitude out. I would simply focus on feeling gratitude for people and express it to them, accentuate my feeling. Then when this pandemic hit, I suddenly found myself having a difficult time because I didn't have as much contact with people for a while. During this time, I participated in a challenge with Pete Vargas. It was a 21-day free challenge, and Pete had a different special guest every single day. One of his guests was Marie Folio. Her topic was its figure-outable. And what she was talking about is whatever you're struggling with right now, it's figure-outable. At the time, what I was struggling with was I was not having as many people to express my gratitude to for. And because of this, I was having a hard time. Then three days later, that's when I listened to Dr. Daniel Amen, and I finally figured things out. I started my gratitude journal and feeling expressing my gratitude for three people or three things each and every day. And it worked. During this pandemic, I discovered that it's possible to build relationships with people you don't know in Facebook, in a Facebook group where people do Facebook Lives. I found myself building relationships with virtual strangers. Then, after I'd done that for a while, I thought, why not express my gratitude to these strangers? They really weren't strangers anymore. They were virtual friends. Then I discovered that I could feel and express my gratitude for one of my Facebook virtual friends in a Facebook Live. One of them was a high-performance coach. He's my role model because he brings energy, passion, love, and authenticity to his Facebook Lives. I posted a Facebook Live recognizing him, acknowledging him, thanking him for being my role model. Then he went into a gratitude rant. He first expressed his gratitude to me for inspiring his gratitude rant. And then 
he expressed his gratitude for his fiance. I was touched and he was touched too, that my expression of gratitude had the effect that I intended on me and on him. Here is a call to action that I invite you to accept. I invite you to express your gratitude for one person each day between now and the next time you join me on Embers and Wind. That's five days, five working days. Be attentive to the effect that your expression of gratitude has upon the person you feel grateful for. Then notice within yourself what positive emotions you generate if you do it well. You can generate and accentuate gratitude. You can actually generate additional positive emotions. I'm appealing to the benevolent leader that lives within you. Do you accept this call to action? I look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode of Embers and Wind. If you enjoyed today, please come back next week. Please also share this episode with a friend. If you've not already subscribed to Embers and Wind, rated this podcast, and written a review, please do this now. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, you can reach me directly at embersandwind.net. Thank you again for joining us.